is an old saying in my corner of the financial community. The models were not the reason banks lost money. People with their unrealistic optimism, greed, hubris, shoddy practices and unbounded stupidity are the real culprits. In a world that is now dominated by algorithms, it is worth having a little bit of a history lesson to explain what happened in 2008 from a model perspective. I blamed global governments from around the 1980s who decided to reduce funding for those with a PhD in physics. If only the educational institutions paid for these talented individuals, we would not have the massive explosion in derivatives and algo trading throughout the 1990s. A derivatives, by the way, is a product that by its very definition, a contract whose value derives from something else. The possibilities for derivative contracts are endless, which is why we hear the size of the market for these, quote, weapons of mass destruction, as Mr. Buffett once called them, is now 400 trillion in size. The challenge with derivatives is to come up with a credible valuation and also sufficient information for the trader to manage the risk by buying securities or other derivatives that can net off the bulk of the risk. The strategy enables banks to manage an enormous number of bespoke deals with a minimal amount of volatility of their trading profit and loss, or PL vol. Minimizing PL vol is the dirty little secret that all participants in all banks work towards as a collective. Stability is good, and volatility by any bank attracts questions from up on high. In the run-up to the 2008 crisis, nobody asked the question of how banks were making impressive yet steady profits. One of the reasons was the way we could book profitability on their new derivative trades at the inception of the deal. The incentive is to increase deal volumes, which places more pressure on those now well-paid physicists folk to improve the model performance. The increase in computing power, thanks to the adherence to Moore's law, enables the explosion in complexity. The army of physicists, now called PONTS, realise they can adapt much of the mathematics they use for topics such as, say, fluid dynamics into derivatives. The sales teams and their quants then followed the three unspoken rules of product development. The first rule is to find a payoff that is optically looks exciting. The trick is to find counterparts that are unable to value them so one can embed fat margins. The second rule is to push out the maturity of the product and then bank the full profitability at inception rather than amortize over the life. The final rule is to shorten the maturity of the product artificially with a callable feature that means the sales folk can roll their client into another product early. When inquiring about a, hold on to your socks here, a leveraged super senior tranche, the quant pointed out that the mathematics was, quote, not rocket science. That's easy. This is hard. I remember coming away in 2005 with a sense of impending doom. In a rush to make more money, banks' operations evolved into a fragmented mess where essential controls around data, calibration and model usage were absent. When the financial crash finally happened, eruptions were so great, the markets ended up in territories not predicted by the models. The massive market for options on the spots, swaptions obviously, stopped working. 
Same thing happened with those Jenga derivatives in mortgage-backed derivatives described in the big short. And anything remotely complicated in equity, equity derivatives went up in smoke. When the regulators came in and asked, started asking searching questions like, do you have the slightest idea what happened? The answer by those luck mascots we call the C-suite was in the negative. The regulators were livid, and lucky for me, issued demands on governing and validating models in banks not dissimilar to those that drive nuclear power plants. Requests for independent validation of those models that drive government policy has destroyed a generation's prospects of having a career is criminally absent. I believe in the maths, but the same hubris, arrogance and sheer stupidity tragically lives on, even with those professors who should know better.